It's the imbalance history of rock and roll, man. Five favorite. You know, all my favorites are rolled. <laughs> How do you play music that's rolled? Well, in the old days, it was all rolled, right? There's all in those little the megaphone or the uh, on the plastic rolls, right? You're yeah. Right. <laughs> that's that's one way. Or you know what I could do? I could take the uh, toilet paper roll. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. No, today on the Imbalance History Rock and Roll, it's an episode of Five Favorites, all about our five favorite reggae songs. You kind of kicked this one out when we were putting together five favorite ideas, and I was like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I can do that. Five? It's hard. And I was right. It was really a challenge. I looked through lists and looked through my library, and I was like, ooh, that one, ooh, that one, ooh, that one, ooh, that one. And All even, of a sudden, you get 50 songs on a list. Absolutely. And if we mentioned every single one of our honorable mentions on the list that could have been in our five faves, or maybe at some time down the line, if we ever do another five fave reggae songs, uh, yeah. uh, it would be a 70, 75-minute episode because there's so much <laughs> great music to talk about that's reggae. And when it comes to reggae music, it's the feel, but it's also about the song because there's a million songs in the reggae world, but these are some of the finest and they stand out because of composition and lyrics and intent and feels are also permeating everything that has to do with reggae. So, as we are known to do here on the Imbalance History of Rock and Roll, whenever we do an episode of Five Favorites, we look to the West, for us anyway, <laughs> depending upon where you are. We look to the West and then see what the people in Las Vegas say about what the odds are on how many of our five favorites will be in common. Marcus? According to the latest ticker tape facts from Vegas, the over-under is 1.5. Yeah, there's just so many songs that are great, and it's very subjective because of how everybody comes to this music differently. Uh, for me, I don't know about you, but for me, reggae was an exposure that was really taken to the next level by the reggae show on WRTI in Philadelphia back in the in the eight, early 80s. I started listening to reggae then. I was like, well, who's this group? Who's that group? So I, I got into a lot of it and started buying records by those bands. I heard Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Jimmy Cliff through the rock radio station AOR radio station in Denver called KAZY I remember seeing the harder they come in the late 70s early 80s and just being blown away by it yeah like what's this
was wild, yeah, and it was on like early VHS, so it was kind of like the quality was so meh, but it was such a good movie, and I still love watching The Harder They Come to This Day, and the soundtrack is exceptional. I think it's one of my five favorite soundtracks from the five favorite soundtracks episode. You know, my memory's not that good, but we can have the research team look into it if you want. (laughs) But here we are. Talking about our five favorite reggae songs, and I could easily do five favorite reggae albums or bands, but songs, this is going to be tough for me. I'm going to do lead off on this because hopefully it'll take some of the pressure off, okay? Sounds good, but before you do lead off, we forgot to do our over-under number, and since I chose last time first, you get to choose first this time, so the over-under is 1.5. Are you going over or are you going under? Uh, I'm going under, and I'm going zero. I don't think we're going to have any songs in common. How's that? I'm going to go, too. I'm going over. Oh, okay. And that means it's time for us to dig in and talk about our five favorite reggae songs. I guess that means it's time for my number five, one of our favorites, Toots and the Maytals and Pressure Drive. It's just a great song. It's one of their <laughs> all-time greats, and it was a big part of our episode about the, them, uh, the Do the Reggae episode, which is how uh, the music got its name, from the man yeah. to its hammer. And there's some great covers of Pressure Drop in the archives as well. And speaking of, since it is my turn to do number five. It is. Pressure Drop by Toots and the Maytals is Get my number the five. Fuck out of here. I swear to goodness. I almost picked one, too. So, okay. Well, <laughs> you're out. So, you're working on a winning streak if you can get to the two. <laughs> All right, smart guy. We both love Toots Hibbert. And right, so that's, that's one it. of my favorite episodes that we've done in the last year. Uh, what's your number four? My number four is Same Artist. The very first reggae song uh-huh. of all time. Do the R E G G A Y. Do the reggae. <laughs>
just a great tune. Oh yeah, man. And I love it. I love all their yeah. stuff. And that Toots episode was so much fun to do, and it really gave me an even greater appreciation for everything that he'd done. I've heard so many covers of Pressure Drop over the years, plus their version from the movie, uh, The Harder They Come, but Do the Reggae, I really, really love that song. All right, I gotta ask you, is your whole five favorites Toots and the Maytal songs? <laughs> no. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> So you probably want to know what's my number four. Exactly, Ray. You have to share your number four I now. I easily have wedged five songs into this slot for me on this episode. Um, but I'll get I'll boil it down to two songs that are essential, Jimmy Cliff, for me. You can get it if you really want it. The message of ultimate positivity and wonderful world, beautiful people, which is all about having a positive view of the world and trying to make it better. So two from Jimmy Cliff at my number four. Excellent. Two great songs. You can get it if you really want it. was one of my honorable mentions. So I am glad to see that it is your number four, which means now you have to jump to your number three. You know, he was part of the Whalers. I saw him open for the Rolling Stones at JFK Stadium on that date that Annie Haslam was talking about. Where they played, Renaissance played at uh, Penn's Landing on the same day as the Rolling Stones. I was at that Stones concert and then went to see Renaissance that night. So what's, the, what's the guy saying? The Liberty Mutual. You're a maniac in you. <laughs> Opening the show that day after the rain ended was Peter Tosh and his song Legalize It. My number three out of our five favorite reggae songs. And that brings us around to your number three, Mr. Marcus. Ironically, this is the second time we are twinsies or matchaholics or whatever the hell you want to call it. My number three, same artist, same album, same song. Legalize it. Because of that, man, that is awesome. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Wow. With that, Marcus, you know we have to celebrate that <laughs> with with something because we need to legalize it, man. <laughs> wow, I can't believe it. So we got a, so far a double 
match at five and three. Is that right? That is 100% correct. So I have matched the Vegas odds and have won at this point. But we still have two songs to go, which means we need to go to Crooked Eye, grab a pint, and come on back and wrap it up. The new slate of freshly brewed ales. And your favorites, right? Of course, the favorites always. I'm excited to try some of these new beers in 2022 as well because it's a new year. Try some new beer. See what's new in 2022 <laughs> at York and Montgomery in the heart of Hatboro. Always a good time to be had there. The live music, the events, the blues jam on Wednesday nights. And, of course, you not only can have the brews that are made right there on the premises by Jeffrey, but they've got Pennsylvania craft spirits and wine and just a good time to be had anytime you slide by Crooked Eye in the heart of Montgomery County and in the heart of Delco near you. That's right. Check out Jamie's House of Music. And they've announced a third place to get your Crooked Eye at Speed Raceway in Horsham, Pennsylvania. Always something happening, man. Always something going on behind the eye. A crooked eye. Boldfoot Socks. Boldfoot.com. Thanks to Josh Law for joining up and being part of the support for what we do. Marcus, sometimes in life, you need a sock that makes a bold statement. That's why having Boldfoot Socks is perfect for our podcast. Go check out all the amazing, cool designs they have. And the socks themselves are pretty amazing, too. All run by a family of veterans. Our buddy Josh Law, a listener to the podcast, told us about how they give 5% of their profits to veterans in need. And we said, let's get involved. When you check out boldfoot.com and look through the socks and decide that you're going to try a pair, if you use the code HISTORY15, you'll get 15% off that order. HISTORY15. And any socks you get come with three months of sock insurance. Who else does that but Boldfoot Socks at boldfoot.com. 100% American made, grown here, sewn here. Gotta love that. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off. It's a game show that's a podcast that's a music history lesson. It's five favorites on the imbalance history of rock and roll. 
Now you know how stoned those announcers are on game shows when they do those announcer voices. Yeah, we're doing reggae songs, so, you know, we still got to do the, the format. Oh, one of the things we always do when we get down to twos and ones is rerun what we did in the early portion, which is at number five, Pressure Drop from Toots and the Maytals, both of our number five. So we matched in a double ding-ding there. And then at number four, you continued on the Toots tip with Do the Reggae, and I slid in two from Jimmy Cliff. You can get it if you really want it in Wonderful World, Beautiful People. We matched again, double dinger for Peter Tosh to legalize it at number three. And here we go into the uh, home stretch, so to speak. I'm going to let you go first there. And number two, what you got, Marcus? My number two, the title track of the soundtrack of the movie that I love so dearly that focuses on reggae. The harder they come, Jimmy Cliff. Number two. Just an amazing movie, amazing soundtrack through and through, and uh, definitely one of my favorites as well. Well, you put Toots at number five. Yes. You put Toots at number four. Which means... And I, I, I... Putting Toots at number two with Monkey Man, my second favorite reggae song on this episode of the podcast. And you're giving me a little lip about doing multiple Toots songs. What's going on with that? I was playing you. <laughs> and we have come round to number one on this episode of Five Favorites. Are you ready to hear mine? I am. All righty. It is a live version of this song. The magic was caught on tape. It was recorded at the Lyceum Theater in 1975. You can hear it on the Legend record. And I'm talking about Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry. Say, 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 I remember when we 
that live version is just earth-shaking to me and one of my all-time favorite tunes. Do a far back fast rewind to my early days of getting involved and listening to reggae music. And that one from the live record is enough to make you cry when you first hear it. It's so strong and it says so much. An amazing song. And that's your number one. I get why, too. I really do. All right. Flip over all the cards, Wally Bruner. Throw out all the rules because Bob Marley cannot be defined by a singular number, even if it is the number one. I can't pick one song, so I did. But my number one is really at least 100 Bob Marley songs that I love dearly. But my number one for these purposes, a little song called Waiting in Vain. Classic Whalers, Bob Marley, my number one. You're number one, but we're not matching. I know. On this episode of Five Favorites. And I'm going to so, guess Vegas says, nope, that's not a match. Artists, nope. nope. Artist, yes, means, song, nope, which means. That means two game winning streak here on the Five Favorites Game Show episode of the podcast. Marcus, look, he's doing the happy dance. I've been there. He's even got the shoulder pop working. Oh, yeah. I wish I had video of that. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't believe it because you've won like three, four, five in a row. Something crazy like that. And so, well, you know, yeah, a lot to win of two in just... a row, this is my only two in a row streak ever in the history of our I, podcast. Except for maybe at the very beginning. And the other thing is, keep in mind, during listener episode month, Vegas threw all that out. We had two episodes in there they threw out because there was no way, too many variables, no way they could figure out what Hefe or Mark were going to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so there's that. You got a roll going here, buddy. Always fun because everybody has their favorites. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm curious to hear some of your super long list of honorable mentions because I know your honorable mention list is super huge. Mine's super <laughs> huge. So just share a few of them. <laughs> All right. I, I, I really couldn't give you everything. But we're going to do our best here, okay? First things first, how could we have not mentioned the great Desmond Decker and the Israelites? That is the song that really ignited me on ska. It made me go back and discover ska delights and everything else that I discovered about ska music. Uh, another one of my honorable mentions comes from the great Toots Hibbert and his mate Toss. Funky Kingston is one of those songs that kind of defines the genre to the world. So, And then the rest of mine, Mark, are they're different for me because these are bands that I discovered early on in my uh, growing interest in the music. Uh, Third World and a song called Now That We Found Love. Just beautiful. And it flows and uh, helped put them on the hit charts, so to speak. 
This is a group. They have a political edge. They're called Black Uhuru. They did a song called Sense Million. And when I heard the song, I had not yet experienced smoking Sense Million. You know what smoking was like back in those days, like in the early 70s and early 80s? Well, maybe you don't. Maybe you oh, yeah. don't. I- Kona Gold, Acapulco Red. If you were lucky. If you, you know. were lucky. Uh, another group that was in that uh, political bent is a group that I love dearly, Burning Spear. And their song, Marcus Garvey, is really very, very strong. Marcus words come to pass. Marcus words come to and a fun one to wrap up my honorable mentions the heptones and book of rules what a classic reggae groove That's a great list, man. Some really awesome honorable mentions. There. What you got? You know, it's funny because uh, I remember hearing Black Uhuru Sense Amelia. I have uh, Mr. Big Shot from Yellow Man on my list. I know he's more of a DJ, but he did a lot of DJ reggae stuff. And Nobody Move, another one of his. I had a really cool run-in with him. There was a reggae festival at Winter Park, and I was wearing my Star of David. And we walked by, and he had this huge Star of David on. And we were walking by, and I noticed him, and I was like, hey, that's Yellow Man. So we said hi, and he looked at my Star of David and said, I'll trade you. And I said, no, I can't do it. My grandma gave it to me. She's an Italian lady this tall. She'd come after you. I said, she'd kick my ass and come after you for the necklace. He said, I understand. And he laughed. I said, I have to keep it. I said, my grandma gave it to me. But we chatted for a few minutes, and that was it. But really cool dude. Another uh, track that I really like on the uh, Legalize It record from Peter Tosh is No Sympathy. Um, you mentioned you can really get it if you you can get it if you really want it. That made my honorable mention list. There's a song by the Slickers called Johnny Too Bad that is really oh, really song. cool. Desmond Decker, you mentioned the 007 song. I really like of his because it's got that James Bond vibe and it's totally got that island vibe for whenever the James Bond movies were filmed over in Jamaica. Marcus Garvey, another great song. There's about four or five Steel Pulse songs that I could mention. Yeah, that are I forgot really to mention good. anything from them. They're an amazing yeah. band that I should have had on my list too. And Funky Kingston, you mentioned, which was on my honorable mention, and I actually use that as a music bed when I talk on the air sometimes. 
Really? Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, great, great stuff. I mean, and reggae is so huge and so deep, and there's so much good reggae. This is like a, like dipping uh, uh, like a, a, a big cup into a lake. That's how much we've really touched. You yeah, know, we, And absolutely. we're just talking about our favorites, and we want to know about your favorites, too, right? Man, you can hit us up on uh, email at imbalancedhistory at gmail.com or on the socials. Which are Facebook, The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll, on Twitter, at Imbalanced Histo, and then, of course, on Instagram, The Imbalanced History of Rock and Roll. If you have any questions about reggae, if you want any recommendations on music, please feel free to hit us up on any of those as well. We're still learning a lot, and there's so much to learn about these little bands that have influenced so many people. And we promise you that we will be doing more episodes on reggae and ska moving forward. We're working on it, as always, here at Dark Doc Media Enterprises. <laughs> we just are always trying to cook up something good in the back room. Until <laughs> the next time we get together to do this crazy podcast, I'm Ray Coop. I'm Marcus Goldman. And we are the imbalanced history of rock and roll. Coming soon, R&B in the 70s, part two on the imbalanced history of rock and roll. It's really about the rest of the story that we didn't tell in part one. And we'll be talking about artists that we didn't talk about in the first part, including Curtis Mayfield and the Impressions, Earth, Wind and Fire, Isaac Hayes. And we'll dig into artists that we barely touched on, like the Delphonics, the Spinners, and the Stylistics. More soul, more funk, more groove in R&B in the 70s, part two. Releasing February 21st, wherever you get your podcasts and on the Pantheon Podcast Network.